Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. And welcome Hello. to the famous Who They Want podcast show. I am your host, Big Dog, and today I am bringing to you the upcoming future legend, the one, the <laughs> only, the fabulous, fantastic, amazing. I can go on and on, but ain't no need to keep bantering too high. But ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to the beautiful Miss Rainbow Fro. Hey, thank you so much for that introduction. You're um, very I'm so excited to be here today. This is my first guest appearance on a podcast. And so I'm excited to um, just talk about self-love, self-determination, what motivates me, all the things, answer any questions that you have um, okay. that might be beneficial. Awesome, awesome. You know, that's the whole gist of who they want podcasts is to just let, you know, plus size entertainment to come on and be real. Talk yeah. about what's on your mind. You don't have to be anything related to the acronym BBW. You can just talk about real life. You know, it's just giving y'all perspective on life and sharing it with the world. Absolutely. Um, so should I just start with who I am and just kind of give everybody like a rundown of who I am and what I stand for? I think you need to introduce them because I don't think they quite got just how unique the Rainbow Fro lifestyle is. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, so my name is Rainbow Fro. I go by Rainbow Fro on Instagram. Um, and basically, I started my Instagram um, for myself, actually, it was it was to liberate myself, um, get more in tune with my body, um, the body positive movement, if you will, um, but also just as a way to express myself. Because in my offline profession, I felt so uh, limited in what I could do as far as like I, I'm a teacher, so I teach you know, children, I teach adults. And so there's this stigma that if you are a professional, that you can't be sexy, or you can't, you know, be outspoken. And there's so many different limitations to it. So right. one day, I just got sick and tired of not realizing my, my true potential. And I said, okay, I'm going to open up my Instagram. I'm going to continue to post the things that I want to post that I take pictures of, explore my art. And so that's kind of how Rainbow Fro 87 was born. Um, but in addition to that, um, I found that I had a large male audience and there was a lot of things that I didn't know about men, specifically black men, um, even though I have brothers and I have, you know, father and everything like that. Um, there were just things that I just didn't know about black men. I wanted to know more. I wanted to know more about black men. I wanted to explore, um, kind of like get in their head and explore the whole realm of 
you know, body positivity amongst other plus size black women as well, and all cultures of women. But um, specifically, I just have to say that when it came to the content that I was creating, I was creating uh, content for myself. And then it kind of changed into, and I couldn't just like take pictures and post things and then, um, you know, just walk away from it. I wanted like follow-ups. I wanted to do like surveys and I wanted to like um, talk about mental health. And there were a lot of things that I wanted to explore. So as I go, I just add more and more and more to my content. That's fantastic. That is definitely <laughs> great. I love that inspiration, that motivation that you put forth in any effort of that. Like that's phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. So one of the things that I aspire to do um, with my, you know, with my social media presence and, and I guess it being an influencer is to support Black businesses, um, to create awareness in the Black community about all the things that are going on, not just with plus size women, but as like I said, with um, the Black family, women and men. Um, also, I'm a part of the LGBT community, so okay. my wife and I are, you know, we have our relationship and we explore different things within the LGBT community as well. So it's kind of like merging all of these different intersections, like being a Black woman, being a Black queer woman, being a, a woman, a Black woman that uh, wants to connect more with men as well, even though I have a female partner that doesn't limit me, you know, I'm not going around, you know, saying I hate men or anything like that. I just, just want us to understand each other more. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and so, and then on the other side of things, like I enjoy natural hair care and I enjoy fashion. So I just wanted to like, basically just do everything. Like one day I just looked in the mirror and I was just like, Bitch, do everything. Do everything. Don't let anything box you in just because there's this stigma online with uh, BBW being fetishized, right? It's just right. like this. There's this. There's this uh, stigma that you know, if you identify with that label, then you're a sex worker or you're this or you're that. And I just wanted to break the mold. I mean, you know, sex work is some things that I have dabbled in, but at the same time, it's not end all be all. And it's something that I feel like it shouldn't, it doesn't define you as a woman, whether you're worthy of love, whether you are a business person or a creator or an artist. So it's kind of like where I come into play. <laughs> Multi-purpose, that's, you know, unique. Mm -hmm. I think the world needs more of that. You know, just hearing what you just said kind of bring, you know, some clouds in my mind like wow she's like right on the money with every particular thing that she wants to do like inspiring creating moral values accepting being indifferent but accepting it in a positive aspect to where you're gonna deal with the negativity but then you can still embrace positive and if you don't know like you got to really understand the definition of a rainbow itself and how it comes in through the darkest moments and mm -hmm. puts that moment of brightness and positivity. So you have, you know, a creative nature behind that full mm -hmm. force. And I, I I can support what you, you know, the cause behind. I can definitely put myself in the ring for that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, even when I'm interacting with people on, 
you know, on Instagram or YouTube or wherever I'm interacting with people, even in real life, I try to listen, you know, to what, what people think, because I have a perspective and I could come in defensive and be like, you know, no, 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 this is not that. But I feel like you do have to meet people where they are in mm -hmm. order to get some type of like to break through you know break through the barrier because i i've you know heard a lot of men you know talk about that you know they well for example like a lot of men that are married they're married but they also want more um they want their partner to be more sexually open right okay. but they're married to someone who is not that sexually open um, and so I could like go on and be like, well, so you just want like certain women to be like your side chick or whatever the case is that are going to satisfy you sexually. And then you want this, you know, innocent woman to be, um, you know, your, your life partner, but you're always going to be at in conflict with that. So I kind of wanted to like understand where men are coming from. I get that they want a partner that's loyal, but I think one right. thing that, men don't understand is that sexually open sexually um i would say yeah sexually open women they are not that's, that's that doesn't equate to being not you know disloyal it doesn't equate to that i think there are a lot of women that are you know open with their bodies sexy all these things that are looking for love and they're looking for a husband um and it doesn't have anything to do with you know them trying to you know be a hoe or whatever the case is i think that most women really just want to be a hoe for one man and so and so i think that you know it doesn't have anything to do with like men admiring a woman and saying oh my gosh she's sexy and then you're saying oh well she's just a hoe that's not that's not accurate and so i kind of had to um listen to a lot of men and the responses to some of the things like the questions that i asked like at the very beginning of my instagram i start i did a lot of surveys and like asked men like what do they think of bbws what do they you know think plus size women like why are there, there are all these different stereotypes and stigmas and then listen to those answers and then break it down um right. and on the other hand i had to you know look and observe at women like why are more women being more sexually open on the internet? Well, there, for me, there are two reasons that I can see. And one okay. is entrepreneurship. I mean, for example, OnlyFans, right? OnlyFans is something right. that just exploded in the last maybe 12 months. And a lot of women, especially plus size women, have found a platform that they can make passive income on. And it's a business and it's definitely something that I could say I can get behind because I mean, before I was even a part of it, I could say I can get behind it because you have women that don't have to interact with multiple partners in person. They don't have to put themselves in danger. They are able to create revenue, use that revenue to um, fund other things in their lives. And I just think that's a very missed, uh, it's a very missed, uh, missed concept when it comes to, you know, you see a, a woman on the internet promoting her OnlyFans. Like, this is uh, this is allowing her to create passive income where she literally can stay at home and support herself. So, I don't know. That's just a little piece of some of the things that I have, you know, rolling out. But that's just real, though. That's honestly real. Because even Sorry. with me 
when I said I was like doing the plus size management, those are the things I had to contend with. Like, why would you mm-hmm. want to be in this profession as a male trying to help others? And what are you trying to get out of it? Are you just doing it for free publicity? The mm-hmm. art that I received, it wasn't for the content of exploitation. It was just mm-hmm. like, I see something bigger in a person that don't the world don't see as big as I may see him. And I don't mean big as in weight, like, you know, mm-hmm. just a classification wise. So I dealt with, a, most of them are like, a lot of them are single moms just trying to make a few bucks to make ends meet till pay periods. Exactly. Like most of these women have other jobs. They have a whole, maybe they're like, they have their own businesses in addition to, you know, their only fans revenue. So, I mean, it's, it's a hustle, but it's also, it's a, it's a business mentality. So you see a market. Okay. So you see a market and mm-hmm. you say, okay, as a BBW, this is a niche category. They don't have, at least in the Midwest, they don't have BBW strip clubs or places where that's something that you can go and, you know, women are getting paid, you know, a good amount of money to, you know, entertain people, whatever, men or women, whatever the case is. So there is a market, there's a niche category, and there's money to be made. So why not? Right. Mm-hmm. And then on... And the other, on the other, on the other spectrum. Okay, so I'll speak my my personal piece about it. Okay. Um, at first, I was like, I don't want to be a part of OnlyFans because it's like a trend, right? It's everybody's doing it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the um, market might be oversaturated. X Y Z. These are things that you know, as entrepreneur mind pers- minded person, I always run through like what are the pros and cons of you know, starting a business and what is it that, what do I need to invest in order to start this business? And one of the things that, you know, OnlyFans is a, does is like, it takes a percentage of your revenue. And so um, as a content creator, if you are like, just let's say selling pictures or whatever content um, individually, like straight from you cash app to your account, yeah you don't have to deal with those percentages. But the great part about it is that you don't have to interact with people on a personal level. People can just sign up for your page and you can literally be getting money into your account um, like every day. So I had to weigh the pros and cons of that. And I was like, well, the offset of, of the convenience of it being a platform, then the percentage that they're taking is justified. So, you know, as a content creator, I just said, well, this is something I'll just start and see how it goes. And that's kind of how... I looked at it and I don't know if it's something that I'm going to continue in the long run, but I thought if I have an opinion about it, I might as well experience it for myself. That's kind of like how I really view anything when it comes to, um, you know, having an opinion about something like I can't speak on certain things that I don't have any idea about because I don't have a personal experience. So I was like, well, this is something that I can, it doesn't take a lot of money to invest, like literally you know, you just use what you have and right. then you go forward. Right. That's commendable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One brief moment, love. Mm-hmm. Apologize for the brief intermission, but I'm back. No worries. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I mean, 
Speaking on that whole OnlyFans, I love your opinion and putting, like you just said, like you put yourself in the ring, like instead of me criticizing it, I'm just going to go see what all the hype is about and see if I can get the same kind of mindset that everyone else have. So mm-hmm. I've, I've, me, I'm like, you know, at the beginning of it, I was like, you know, you really can make kind of your own money doing it without that that's like paying a middle person to do something when like you just say with cash app like you use mm-hmm. your email in the cash app and you, you can skip the middleman and still make that same amount of pay mm-hmm. but but to each his own i can't argue with them if that's what you're going to do then i'm like all right i'm gonna teach you how to make your page attractive enough to bring followers mm-hmm. into it and go from there yes yeah it's all about um it's it's like the same business principles apply to anything and i and i have to say like throw in like selling weed okay so if you are (laughs) if you're someone who sells weed you have to market yourself you have to market your product you have to not to say it'll be the same like on social media but you just have to promote yourself market your product make it attractive um have competitive prices, like all of those things that apply to any type of business um, applies to, you know, it applies to sex work as well. And so I think that in, in, a, in a world where, you know, obviously these, these times are very difficult for a lot of people financially. So I think there, that things like OnlyFans are just like being creative and, and being on social media and trying to you know, promote yourself. It is, it's a noble thing because, you know, we can sit around and say like, oh my God, well, I'm not making enough money or I don't know what to do or this or that. But if you're not trying to promote yourself, if you're only basically relying on a system, you know, to pay you more or do you ride or give you good benefits, then, you know, you're limiting yourself. And so that's kind of like where, I started with my page was I had this interest in natural hair, had this interest in photography, fashion, you know, body positivity, all these Mm -hmm. things. And so I was like, if I'm going to be working my ass off for a system that's, you know, basically I have to beg for a raise or I have to beg for, you know, someone to value the work that I do then I could be promoting myself. I could be putting that same amount of effort into my brand and branding myself. And okay. so that is that is basically how, you know, it kind of, it segued into, um, you know, looking at it at a, as a network opportunity. So being um, Rainbow Fro, <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the brand um, has allowed me to expand and said, okay, well, I, I love working with black businesses. So I'm going to try to reach out to as many black businesses as I possibly can while I'm growing my audience so that I can be of value and maybe, you know, their business is not, doesn't have as many followers or their platform is not as big and we could collaborate together. So it's like a mutual, mutually beneficial thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, we need again we need more women like you to step that courage into the ring like you'd be surprised i mean but then there probably are some that's just afraid to step into that that light because as you you know a lot of things people are so opinionated these days 
and would be mm-hmm. afraid of their true gifts because they're afraid somebody else is going to pin them down to the ground. Like you can't have that gift. You shouldn't yeah. exert that gift. So applauding you for taking a stand for your own self on free will. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like I really want to encourage other women and other men um, who are like, it doesn't have to be directly correlated with what I do, but just in general to, you know, get past that fear factor. Cause really it's, it's really the fear, the guilt, the shame, the worry, the doubt, those unnecessary emotions that hold us back from our true potential. And I'm not saying that I don't have that still, but it's a work in progress and you have to start somewhere. Like, even if it's just like, okay, um, for me, you know, when it comes to my body and, and the, the way that I think about my body, um, I was, I, I would say like my entire life, I spoke about this before, uh-huh. but my entire life, um, it was a big, like weight, losing weight was a big thing in my family. Like the women in my family were always criticizing their body if it wasn't smooth enough, if it wasn't thin enough, if it wasn't this, it wasn't that. And you know, the women in my, my family are not like super plus size, but they are plus size. So hearing that and seeing that my entire life and being a fat and chubby kid, it put me in a mindset was, is that, you know, I'm not going to be as well liked, or I'm not going to be able to even love myself until I lose weight, until I get to a certain, you know, size. Um, And even, (laughs) and so even in my first, you know, initial months of me opening up my page to other people and showing pictures of me in my underwear and bra and things like that, I was not confident. I was not confident, but I took the step and put myself out there because I was like, if I don't do this, then I could die tomorrow and I could regret that I didn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know when our time is going to come. So I had to like, look at me and say, okay, Dorothy, um, that's my real name. (laughs) Okay. Rainbow Pro. (laughs) You have to, um, you have to not be afraid. Don't let this hold you back. I mean, there's two things that could happen. People could hate it or people could love it. And the main thing is that you loving it. And it was like, it was like, it took me a while to get comfortable doing more and showing more and, and like putting more behind it, more effort and stuff into it. But I had to start somewhere and that opened, it opened up, it opened my mind up. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't just, you know, me showing my body off. It was giving me motivation to, you know, do better, um, do more with, my creativity like creating um different creating youtube creating youtube videos and um you know filming like my hairstyles and putting Uh those things out there things that are maybe helping other people like i said mental health spiritual things i practice like chakra healing and things like that like those things that come that come across to me that help me I want to put those things back out into the world and be a positive light. So, oh, I also want to mention that this year I finally wrote a book. I've been trying to write a book for many years, but I finally published my book, self-published my book. um, And it's called Black is a Color of the Rainbow. And you can buy it on Apple 
books and it's $7.99. So it's not too pricey. It's really just like a, a compilation or anthology of poetry and pictures and drawings and, and artwork that I've done over the last I want to say maybe four years or something like that. So it's kind of a collection um, and I'm planning on, you know, re releasing more um, literary works, but that was just like the initial phase. So from the Fantastic. point of me, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> from the point of me taking that first picture and, you know, being open and creative and showing my body, whatever that led me to being brave enough to write a book and put my art out into the world because to be honest, as an artist, if anybody that's listening that's an artist, you know how sensitive you are about your art. So it does take a lot of courage to release that into the world. And so that is kind of like what I drew from, because I said, well, if I can do this, then I can do that. And so that's where, where I got that from. That's, that's, that is just so just inspirational. Like, <laughs> You just don't know. For me, hearing that from somebody else is like, this is all the ammunition you need for your own good to know that you can do anything you want to do, which you've been told that, you know, you get told that from parents and from mm -hmm. teachers about, you know, setting yourself out for goals and things of that nature. So for me, it's like, that's confirmation to go ahead yes. and continue this rocket. So yes, shout out to you for this book. I definitely am going to, you know, check it out and see because you have a lot of things that you've been cooking up lately because i've mm. been checking a lot of your blogs now and because oh, <laughs> this past week when you dropped the blog about the self-love thing and embracing yourself that's what opened my eyes like i gotta get her to come to this show like just what she said like she stepped out above all and stepped on like toes whatever <laughs> to let it be known how you're embracing confidence and i was like yeah. the world needs to hear her story Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I really appreciate you for, you know, taking the time to read that and being inspired to, um, to, you know, have me on the show. This is something that's very new. And, um, and yeah, like I like, okay, for example, I wanted to like create a blog, like a separate blog, right off of it off of Instagram. Right. And because, um, you know, you read all these things and you're like, yeah, if you have a blog, this and blog that, create a website, this and that, boom, bat. Um, but one thing that really sticks with me throughout, I have, a, I have a very solid relationship with God. So one thing that really sticks with me is that God gives you everything you need. And when it comes to starting where you are, I just started to, I just said to myself, like, well, why not just write under my pictures? Like if I'm gonna post pictures, why not just write what I feel under those pictures? Some people may read them, some people might not read them. But if one person, if one or two connections are made from me expressing myself under these pictures, then that's worth it to me. So it's kind of like an affirmation for you to like come to me and say like, I really love what you wrote about self-love because you know, as I'm writing things, I'm like, yeah, people are probably not gonna read this, but I'll probably be able to go back and, you know, I always go back and read my own writing. So right. I'm like, I'm just going to write this for me. And so it was so affirming when you sent me that message and I was like, Oh my God, this is great. Like people were actually reading and, and being inspired. So 
Yeah, even I though it was like a long post, and you know, yeah. the typical mind is like, I'm gonna read the first three lines. I'm like, yeah, I went, I went from the top all the way to even the hashtags in it, and I'm like, oh, she sold me right then and there. And then I go, wait, where, wherever I've been, if I haven't noticed, you know, you can't put yourself in this type of field and then not pay attention to the people that you have the, you know, the love for. Like, if you're gonna miss out on what's making you love them. And you're just like, I'm just in love because they post like these erotic pictures and all this, that, and the four. Like, mm-hmm. Then you're missing out on your business aspect. You're missing out on the soul food behind. Yeah, that part. <laughs> that part. I like that. The soul food. That's what's yeah. up. <laughs> That's why I was like, you got to keep it real with the people that you show the most love to in order to get that same love back. And this episode makes officially episode 10 since I've started podcasting. Nice, nice. That's so cool. And I love like it. Like you say spiritual, like when you talk talking spiritual, like all this week, my mind, after me and you agreed to do this show, I'm like, this is going to be the one that's going to send this into the stratosphere, right? So I'm telling oh. my friends, I'm telling my friends, like, I can feel episode 10 is like that lucky episode. I'm like, it has to take it somewhere. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, cuz when I started, I was just doing interviews with a couple of clients that I knew of that agreed to do the show with no problem, mm-hmm. whatever. And then it was like, but I don't have, I said, it's lacking substance. And what mm-hmm. I meant by that, I was like, in order to do podcasts, the key behind podcasts is to be informative. Mm-hmm. You can be entertaining, you can be comical, you can be all those other things, but you have to leave something for your listeners to feel attracted to so if you're yes. just giving them a interview with people that i know but they don't know yes they're familiarizing themselves just based on a few episodes mm-hmm. so he's like now you got to give them like okay now i'm gonna dive deep into this book we done made it into the you know the sensor we done made it past the rough ages mm-hmm. now i can see some growth going yes like i say now you need somebody that can come to the show and just bring that charismatic energy, but then leave your listeners like, you got to bring this particular person back. You got to keep these episode series going. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Then you went live and did the topic of full disclosure. And, you know, you was, I was like, she telling so much good ideas that she can't, she like, you know how you got like a hundred ideas and you trying yes. to get them all in like 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, you could tell she's pressed for time, but then she's trying to give all her ideas out. I'm like, yes. She, I was like, I'm going to give her a ticket. I'm like, come to the podcast show and be able to bring more detail to the topics you choose to talk about. Cause I know mm-hmm. a lot of things like you mentioned with this month also being suicide awareness month, you yes. know, those are things that you keep near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I was like, I ain't going to write down stuff because you don't want to hit. That's what I learned. When you do research into things you're like, if you're going to do an interview, I'd rather be real. I don't, yeah. That's why I say my show is unscripted. Yes. The only thing that might be scripted for me might be my intro. And now I just got to the point. I'm like, I'm winging it now. Like, you know what? Just go in, introduce them, get straight to the point, dive right in. Like you said earlier, rip the mandate on off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so... I just was like, watch the live. I think I watched the live like four or five times this week. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so cool. I literally was hooked on your live. Like, I was like, it's 40 minutes. But then in 40 minutes, I watch and I go, I need it. I mean, you know how you get it's like an addiction. Like, I'm feeling it. But like, she has to come. 
I was like, oh. I'm going to make arrangements to do whatever I got to do to make her comfortable, whatever I got to do to set the show up. I just mm-hmm. need her to dive in with me. And it's a pleasure having you now and just you dropping soul food now is mind blowing. So to all the listeners out there, please follow Rainbow Fro 87 on Instagram. She's amazing. Trust me. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And I appreciate that, that, you know, the, the idea for full disclosure is something that has been brewing in my mind. And like, I have these dreams and premonitions sometimes where like, I'll just wake up and I'll have like these words and these like thoughts and things in my head. Um, Mm -hmm. And when it comes to creating a podcast, like your, your approach, you approaching me um, solidify, affirm, like I said, affirmed what I've been trying to do as far as like get more awareness. Like it's not just about sexy photos. It's about the person behind it. And then, um, you know, self-love and stuff like that. Um, but I also wanted to just give, um, you know, like more of a, of a visual representation, like a live show or something like that. So you approaching me with a, with the opportunity to be a guest on your podcast really motivated me to just go for it. Like I was thinking about starting a podcast, but all these different obstacles, you know, like where do I stream it and how much is it going to cost? And do I have to have specific equipment and all these different things? Can I afford it? And this and that. And I was like, you know what, at the very least, like I said, I have this platform on Instagram, you know, people tune in to listen sometimes to my lives. So why not just, you know, talk about my idea for full disclosure right now. And so for you to be like, so affirming to that and so like, uh, motivating and 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 occur- encouraging for me. I really, really, really appreciate that. Like, it's you're very welcome. <laughs> I mean, because we gotta learn to help each other. And, yes. You know, sometimes you gotta take risks, and I'm always been a risk taker, like all my life. So mm-hmm. I was like, it's a shot fire moment. You know, you yes. can either a person can only tell you two things: it's either yes or either it's a no. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to, and, and I'm this this. You know, like I said, with the pandemic and everything going on this year, a lot of my values and things have changed. My mindset has changed this year because it teaches mm-hmm. you a lot about humbling yourself, Absolutely. embracing who you are, mm-hmm. and learning, you know, how to look in that mirror and face that man, that woman, or whatever in that mirror and be like, where have you been all my life? Like, yes. All the things we've avoided have now come into play to where you can sit down at the family table now and actually be a family and you know, take away the Wi-Fi, the TV times in all those moments, you can really kind of calm down. Mm-hmm. So you go fast forward and it's like, man, if you look over life now, I'm like on a spiritual journey, I'm embracing positivity. Yes. Yes. And that's why I say like one thing about this pan, like you said, the pandemic is mm-hmm. supposed, it's, it's stigmatized as something that's really bad. I mean, granted, there have been some really you know, some losses. There's some some L's along the way. But the other L's are lessons being learned. Like, I have to concur with you that I started thinking about life differently during this time, you know, being in the house and being, just having time with myself, like all the little outlets like social media and just like kind of clicking around and stuff like that. It got boring. It got to the point where I was like, I want to do something different. And it wasn't that I just wanted to go outside and just be outside. I was like, 
what is it that I would, would really like make me happy and, and bring, you know, and, and get me to a happy place. And, and, and I always think about creating my own happiness, not like people make me happy or things make me happy. I think about creating an environment where I do what brings me joy and I experience new things. That's just part of my personality. So um, I started a garden. I started like just writing. I started doing all these things, painting, things that brought me joy. And it was very fulfilling for me. I mean, of course it was like, it was one of those things where so you kind of stepped away from the hustle and bustle, the mundaneness of it all. And then you really, I really found myself again for like the 12th thousand times. So, right. Um, don't you love that though? Like, yes. Because you can create a, people don't look at when they start over, like you can clean the slate like daily and yes. just be a different character, I would say. Like every day mm -hmm. you don't have to, you know, soak in self-pity and all of this. Yes. Like, you can wipe that off and be like, what are you mad for? That was yesterday. If that's yes. still bothering you today, then something wrong with you and not with the day itself. Yes, I always, I, two things that I, I live, I've started to live by kind of in this last period of my life, 12 month period of my life. Um, one is only you decide when you have failed. That's a quote from someone, I can't remember the person who, who said it, but it really stuck with me because literally, you know, we go through things where we try and they don't turn out the way we want them to, but that aspect of learning from whatever you tried and then revamping it and trying something different and maybe that will work or just you build and build and build or you just literally inch your way up that is uh success you know you're learning and you're applying so i really believe in that only you can decide when you have failed and the second quote that I basically, I think I got it from something, but I also just adapted it into my own way is forgiving myself. And like you spoke about it when, you know, you wake up the next day and that thing is still bothering you from yesterday, it's on you. So you have to forgive yourself for expecting someone to do, say, or act the way you would act or expecting things to happen that you don't really have control over so you're getting you're getting pressed you're getting tight about something that you could literally change your attitude about it and move on and eventually when you do move on you look back and you're like oh i was so silly for being so begrudged and pressed about that for so long like i allowed it to depress me i allowed it to hold me back or miss opportunities so right. you have to forgive yourself for even living in that space and for the attitude that you have and once you forgive yourself then you can be more forgiving of others and it's just really the core the core of self-love is to be kind to yourself so that is what i want to put out into the universe today too absolutely absolutely there's nothing wrong <laughs> with being real yes <laughs> Man, I'm loving this. I am truly loving this. Like, this is dope. Like, Indeed. <laughs> so I actually have a question for you. Um, okay. So, you know, you spoke about you, you being um, in the entertainment business, um, basically promoting BBWs in the entertainment. I just want to know, like, a little bit more about, or however you'd like to share about, like, how you got started and what okay. motivated you okay 
what motivated me was this social media model by the name of Miss Hollywood Texas. Mm-hmm. She was a YouTube blogger. She had like a lot of videos, you know, how you just scrolling and then something just caught my attention. And I was really just kind of enticed by the things she was doing. And then mm-hmm. I, I, some kind of way I found her on social media, like I found her on Instagram, but then I also found her on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And she did this challenge, like, on a live thing. Like, she did a challenge to see, like, who's her biggest fan. And oh. Like, the challenge was, like, you had to write her name on a piece of paper that says, I love Miss Hollywood, Texas. And mm-hmm. she really, if it was kind of, like, standing out to her, she would pick you. So some kind of way, like, I got chose. Oh. When I got chose, she instantly put me on live. And this was like my first time really going live on social media, like really showing face appearance. So oh, wow. It, I just, you know how you freeze because you mean a celebrity, you go, mm-hmm. this is real, the real deal anyway. Mm-hmm. She she had this challenge. I think it was truth or dare in some kind of way. My crazy self was like dare. And she goes, <laughs> I dare you to go in there and do three teaspoons of mayonnaise, right? Like you had to go in and just go three teaspoons. <laughs> it's crazy, but this is how it happened. This is what introduced me to the world. This so is I great. This is a great story. I go in the kitchen and I get a spoon. I get the mayonnaise, and I'm literally doing exactly what she just told me to do on live. People are like, people go, "Oh, you're nasty," blah blah blah. I'm like, your celebrity crush just told you to do something. Like you tell me, you're not. You about to like, do it like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then after I did it, and she um. The winner got two personal photos from her. Mm-hmm. So when I did it, I received the photos, whatever. But I also sent this message of like, she was like, I didn't really expect you to do the dare for real. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have no hesitation at that moment. Yeah. So long story short, I ended up becoming her assistant after really learning her career. Okay. Like she really put me on game, the ins, the outs, how to meet people, how to get them booked for events, mm-hmm. you know, how to spruce up ideas for their photo work and things like that. Mm-hmm. And she used to simulate random people that used to kind of hit her up, you know, girls that were inspired and wanted to be. And she was like, I just don't have the schedule time to fit them in right. to kind of help them. But she was like, well, you've been doing a great job alongside tagging with me. I'm going to let you, you know, get your foot in the water and go ahead and do it. Oh, wow. And this was like five years ago. (laughs) That's awesome. So when I did it, I ended up getting like three, three nice, young, plus-size women. And the first Mm -hmm. thing they were saying was like, we're single moms. We just love what Miss Hollywood, Texas was doing and all Mm -hmm. these things. I was like, okay, well, I can help you get to... I wouldn't put you on that plateau, but I can help you climb that ladder to get to her plateau. Yeah. And that's how Who They Want Entertainment was created because I'm making who people want it to be. I will help you succeed at that entrance. Nice. Nice. That is really cool. I love that story. That's so cool. <laughs> so you started out as a fan and then you got put on in the business and then like realizing your dreams, you help other people realize that's a beautiful story. That's just, that's gold. (laughs) And this is my first time actually telling the story 
since I've been doing this show. What? I know I did. Okay. And I posted an episode from like 2018 when I was on someone else's podcast my first time. Okay. And then I kind of was like, this is the origin because I just like I just t- this is my first time telling the in-depth story. So mm-hmm. now my listeners actually learn who big dog of who they want really is. So I appreciate yeah. you actually giving me that voice now to like come out and tell the story. And That's I, important. <laughs> so I want to give a it, shout out to Miss Hollywood, Texas, though. Yes. made me who I am today. Hey, Miss Hollywood, Texas. <laughs> I love that. And I think it definitely goes along the lines of this, you know, this subject for this podcast is just, you know, taking a chance, taking, taking a risk, um, and you never know what will lead to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And like you say, like you started with just being a fan and just trying something, you know, just trying something, writing a sign, not thinking right. that you're going to get picked, you know, not even really thinking that just the energy behind it. It was your time to literally be picked. And that is kind of like how I feel about life. It's like, you don't, necessarily have to put all of your eggs in one basket but when an opportunity comes then you could be ready and fearless in the opportunity and you were definitely fearless eating three tablespoons of mayonnaise <laughs> i paid Love for it in the end but at that moment it was so, it was so worth it <laughs> yes <laughs> i enjoy that right. This is definitely me just transforming my art, you know? Mm-hmm. This is transforming the art outside of the world of just using Instagram. Instagram was like the the key to the door. Yes. Now, who they want podcast is me opening that door. Like, you know, I, I would tell people, they would ask me, like, we don't see you too much post other people's work no more. We don't see you give shout-outs no more. And I was mm-hmm. like, no disrespect, nobody, but it's boring me. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm saying you was Luke because I'm like, people are not seeing why I have the love for it no more. People don't see why that I part. started doing it. Mm-hmm. Now it's just getting kind of a anybody type of picture. Like you can mm-hmm. take a picture and huh, just post this. I'm like, now it's not art no more. It's just you at home taking a random picture. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to think of a creative way to introduce it for people to still do whatever entertaining wise love to it. Yes. Yeah, I, I help, get that. I help put I help put some people on, you know. I help one thing about it, people can't say that he didn't try. Yeah. Right? I never I would tell people like I don't expect me to be like I'm coming at you with a million dollars. But mm-hmm. when I say I got you, you better act like you got a million dollar contract. Like That's, this is my that part word is right bond. There. <laughs> word is that bond. Part. Like I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna plant you anywhere you need to be going. So I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Snapchat, I'm on Facebook, like, I'm in various different groups, so don't think that when I say, hey, join who they want means, oh, he just want to post my picture on Instagram, that's all he's doing it for. No, baby, mm-hmm. I'm actually networking for you. Like, yes. I got magazine companies all through my email list, so, hey, we loved your page, who they want, and we want to you know you to select five different people and put them out there and i was like yeah that's dope and all but i was like i have nobody like contracted except mm-hmm. for one i do have bbw cherry red who's contracted under okay. the entertainment side of me so 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't her, you know, signing it down. So I, I, it's not that I won't put nobody on. It's just an idea. Like I gave them word is bond, and by them not seeing me really pursue that word is bond law, a lot of people kind of lost interest and lost hope. So when you yes. try to rehit people up like three months later after, I was like, oh, this same guy that just asked me for whatever, and now he's talking about he got a magazine cover. Like, how do I know this is real? And then I yeah. screenshot and send it and be like this is real deal. Like I'm mm. giving you this magazine offer because they're giving it to me, but they mm-hmm. don't know that I'm not who they think they saw. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when it comes to the business, like a couple of things that you said that really triggered to me was um, when you are first starting out and even if you've been in the business for a while like whatever your business is and you say okay I want to branch out and do something different because you've gotten complacent with your current you know content or just the way that you're doing things it's just kind of like you realize you've hit a plateau or whatever the case is and just going back to like only you decide when you have failed so you reevaluate it then you repurpose it and then you open yourself up to other things and uh, I love that part that you said about, you know, acting like you have a million dollars. That's that part is super key because when you promote yourself, you can't say like, oh, I'm just, you know, little old me and I don't have anything. And, you know, I, you know, I pay rent or whatever the case is like you get, you could, you know, when you present yourself like that, then people are going to just focus on that. But if you present yourself like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the shit. I got a million bucks. I'm going to be a million bucks. Like DJ Khaled says, we, we the greatest. Like that part just sticks with me so hard because, you know, you have to promote yourself like more than anybody else would promote yourself, would promote you. And, and you have to believe from the core that you are going to achieve where you want to be. And so all those, like those fear and doubt things and worries, things, they, they take away your energy. So you have to literally push those aside and start over like you said start over daily and just keep it pushing and like you said you might r- run into a roadblock or you might get to a point where you're just like okay this is not working let me try something different and that's okay it's okay to start over it's okay to reevaluate and revamp and repurpose it's all a part of the uh, evolution of self phenomenal, phenomenal <laughs> definition on that Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, that's just how how you have to face life. Like just like you just saying, failure is the biggest lesson. I remember putting that out. I was like, failure is the biggest teacher of life itself. Because mm-hmm. failure comes with one main lesson. One main lesson and one main objective. Mm-hmm. Failure's le- lesson is it's designed for you to fail, to see you fall. Yes. But the objective of that is to also see you win because you can mm-hmm. only, you know, you got so many, it's just like playing a video game and you're on this level and you'll lose it a hundred million times and yeah. you finally pick it back up for like that last goal and you finally achieve it and you go, I did it. You know, that celebration moment of I did it. I got to save this moment. Mm-hmm. And that's how I look at it. Like you got to look at it just like that. Like once you finally win and you know what success tastes like, it's a mm-hmm. different feeling. Yes. And like the um, 
a couple other little anecdotes. I've been sharing my little anecdotes because okay. like I keep a lot of journals and I write a lot, but I definitely want to share with people um, the, the purpose of celebrating small successes because we do get so, you know, overwrought and overwhelmed with just trying to make it like, I don't have a million dollars yet. I'm not famous yet, or I'm not where I want to be yet. But yet you are taking all these steps and you are literally checking things off your list and, you know, accomplishing goals. If by one, putting yourself out there two you know, marketing and branding yourself three, whatever, whatever networking, even if those networks don't amount to a monetary value, if it just gets your face out there or your art out there or whatever you want out there mm -hmm. it is a success and it teaches you even if if say you get into a contract that doesn't really render the monetary um outcome that you wanted to to it to render then you learn from that you say okay next time i'm going to write my own contract or i'm going to tell them what i want or what i'm worth so that you don't have to you know, be at the mercy of somebody else telling you what you're worth, you know, things like that. Right. For example, that might be learning experiences. So it's not an L like you failed and you lost everything. and You just have to go back to your old life. You are learning as you go and you have to celebrate those small successes. And it does give you motivation to get to the next step. And you might need to take a break. You know, quitting is not an option, but taking a break is a good thing to do you might need to step back and say hey you know what i need to chill i need to recalibrate my mind i need to breathe and then move forward one important Absolutely. thing that my brother told me um I'll, this is anecdotes anecdotes everywhere my brother told me and this is like off just a whole different subject but okay my brother my brother is uh he he does martial arts right and so one thing he told me was before you do your next punch and your next kick and your next move you rest so that you're, you can have more power in your next movement and that part gave me a visualization of why we need to breathe why we need to take a break because when we do our next move we can do it with all the more energy so hopefully that touches somebody's heart today <laughs> most definitely that's real man totally real and that goes to say, that same story like that, my co-host who couldn't make it tonight, I got to still shout out Miss Miss Super Cutie Shauna. Hey. Got to give her some love. But she, mm -hmm. I remember before a podcast kind of got, when it was just a thought and I would share it with her, and she just immediately, you know, inspired, like, you're going to do it. Go for it. I believe in you. I got your back. I'm there for you. Then I gave her the offer to jump on the show. She agrees. But mm -hmm. then she was like, she has a work schedule. So most mm -hmm. of the times she won't make certain episodes that I be like, hey, you missed a great show. And she's upset because I'm like, I understand you have a life outside of that. Yeah. But I just want to give her her shout out and her proper respect too, because I remember when I put on my, I go on Instagram and I used to put these posts up and I go, I quit. I'm done. Throw the whole who they want account away. <laughs> entertainment's done i'm shutting it down operations over right what she say and every time i do it she red flagged me she go uh-uh step into my office come holla at me and then mm -hmm. we talking private and she go first thing you're not finna do 
is shut anything down. What you're going to do is just like you just said, you're going to revamp, refresh, rethink, re-strategize. Mm -hmm. she's, yes. like, she's like, what you upset about? I'm like, it's not going, you know, in so many years, I'm like, I started seeing growth, but then I started seeing it plummet. And then now mm -hmm. it was starting to rise back up, but then it's like, it's wavered faith, basically. Mm -hmm. So instead of her just saying, well, okay, quit, be done. She was like, no, no, no. Go back, change it up, switch your style, change your yeah. logo, change, you know, whatever you got to do. Yes, that's in your control. She was like, and I'll help you. I'm like, here it is. At the time, I didn't really know her, you know, just this total random person helping me. That's what re-inspired me. That's yeah. what put that flame back together. Like, it, then it roared with rage. Like, if she can step out the blue and be like, nah, because I love what you represent, the positive mm -hmm. side of it. Because yes. a lot of people can do it, but do it for the wrong reasons. Yes, yeah. For the exploitation and all this mm -hmm. and that. And we can go in detail on it, but it's like the history of male, female, whatever how you want. It's even in music videos. It goes back to exploitation of women. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, and for you to be on the side of a empowerment, is so super important, needed, beneficial. I'm affirming your work right now because like you said, there are a lot of people out there that just want to exploit or they expect, or, or it's like a, a mentality of saying like, you know, oh, you're gonna do this because, you know, there's no other platform for you to be on. So you have to really deal with this exploitation or this um, misogynistic, whatever you wanna call it. Right. So, you know, like there are people out there that will that will push that forward and say, like, you're going to do this or you're not going to work or you're not going to have any any platform or whatever the case is. And for you to be in this position and and wanting to do it pure of heart, that counts for so much more. I mean, I'm just telling you, like, I I didn't know that this was this was this is what this was. But when you came to me and asked me to be a part of this I wasn't I didn't have any bad feelings about it I was just like okay for one this is affirmation of what I'm trying to put out there but at the same time it's just a, it's a really great idea that I don't see anybody really doing in this way in this pure of heart way so right. I really really appreciate that I affirm that and definitely shout out to your co-host for her behind the scenes uh, therapy. Absolutely. <laughs> right, absolutely. That's and that's what makes it so real. Like I can have a shadow co-host to where even if they even if she doesn't make the show, I got everything instilled in me and I know she's still rooting me on and she's yes. excited too. So, you know, it's dope. And I love anybody. You know, even if I have special guest co-hosts, or if you mm -hmm. come to me after the show and say, okay, now I'm ready to go full force and become a, you know, a member of the team and just have full disclosure episodes just based on what you wanted to do. I have yes. no problem setting time up for that. We can work out schedules. I'm hey, I love that. I'm down with that, actually. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I'm I serious to, too. <laughs> like I'm helping the girls. That's why I said that was like last night episode with my guest. I was like, I'm the DJ, and whoever's the guest is like the rapper. Like I'm yeah. gonna do the introductions. You are gonna hear me okay and ad lib throughout it. 
And then I'll talk if they be like, you know, you've been quiet the whole show. You just let me rant. I'm like, you're doing the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the whole point of it being who they want. I'm picking specific people with a specific purpose to come mm-hmm. on and speak their mind. Absolutely. I love what that. What do y'all want from me? <laughs> okay. Like Tyrese said, what more do you want from me? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just trying to give my my love, my passion, my cause going back and I you know, it's just like I didn't want a show that does what everybody else already is doing. Right. I don't want TMZ. I don't want all those other podcasters out there that wants to do conspiracy theories, the black lives thing. Yeah. This and that and the fourth. I mean if I do it, it'll be on a separate channel. Yeah. It'd be a separate podcast show. But yeah. in my heart, and then, again, a lot of my personal friends of the plus size entertainment, the ones who I'm personal friends with, was like, you have to do it for the culture of BBW. Like, you have mm-hmm. to do it for that nation. And I got yes. real. It was, like, it was like, bro, you got too much time invested into this to, like, let it just be an Instagram platform. So That's, like, mm-hmm. And then I YouTube, I research, I Google back and forth I'm like there's nobody that's honestly holding up honest based on not just like I said it's not just BBW you gotta understand I separate the franchises it's plus size yes. entertainment yes it don't okay. matter if you're a blogger an entrepreneur hustler I don't care it's yes. in the entertainment side but it's coming from thus from more of a pleasantly pump figure yes pleasantly pump bigger <laughs> I love that Yes, ain't nobody really listening to us. Nobody's trying to heal people of that nature. Okay. Look at the argument Monique just had with Netflix. And it really was, even though she stood up for it being womanizing or degenerative towards the women for them Mm -hmm. not being paid equal rights. And I respect what she was standing for on it. But then you have to look at her career as well. Like, you're not the Monique we fell in love with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can't pay you for a comedy special and you're not going to come out and be the one from how we grew up off of now yeah slim yeah. down you're slim down even though i know you're trying to embrace yourself and this health issues or whatever the cause is but you built your empire off the love for plus size entertainment yes mm-hmm. so if i got five six years investing into this like this is this is where my solid ground is this is where i plant my base at now it's time to put the likes in here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Get people on board and open up their minds. Open up your mind to the marginalized voice of the plus size community. Because what you said right there is super real. Not just in uh, in a, a sex work entertainment type of scenario. Mm-hmm. But like you said, bloggers, you know, authors, plus size fashion, all of these different things, you know, entrepreneurs in any in any arena, um, musicians, whatever, they are, you know, so many times our voices are invalidated. You know, that people don't want to listen to what we have to say because you know they're fat, whatever their excuses. You know, whatever their excuses right. sounds crazy to me because I'm like, why would you invalidate somebody's voice because of their their weight but at the end of the day that's the way society has built it's like you're going to listen to somebody who is thin petite 
you know, whatever, all these things. Like, so you can assume that their life is together. But if they're overweight or if they're for what you look at and say they're unhealthy, then all of a sudden their voice is invalid. And that's not okay. So this platform is super important. And the energy behind it is super important. And I affirm that it will grow into something that is just, you know, very integral and in keeping, you know, our voices uh, uh, elevated, keeping our voices heard. Amen. So I do do appreciate that. Yes. Amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's real. I mean, because again, like you say, you have to know what you're talking about before you talk about it in the same mm -hmm. sense. So I say that to say like, you look at the way the culture has changed to where everybody wanted love and hip hop is like reality is being accepted for what the real world should be. So the mm -hmm. love and hip hops, the Jay-Z, Beyonce relationships, growing up for me, my mind would always be like, I didn't know, I didn't ever want to be like Mike. That expression, you know, Michael Jordan, the ball player was like, everybody want to be like Mike. Everybody mm -hmm. want to be great. I was like, I want to be great, but I want to be great in my own way. Mm. Not, not great because the world say you have to be great. You have to be mm -hmm. dominant. And you have to be whatever accolades they give you. I was mm -hmm. like, nah, I'm going to pay my own way. Yeah. I did it. I launched it. And I'm proud yes. of it. And I appreciate you for, again, boosting my confidence level because it's been difficult. Mm -hmm. It's been a long road. But then tonight is kind of like I say episode 10 is like me facing my fears for real this time like yes now you can get on the mic and I instantly became comfortable kick my shoes off you know relax like <laughs> I really can be who they want now I can be myself yeah. not saying I wasn't before but then it was like I was still on this search just mm -hmm. trying to see it get off the ground and absolutely I, I got my shoes off too though Okay. <laughs> I told you, comfortability at its finest. Yes. Else but at who they want podcast show. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Well, I appreciate it. It's so it was so wonderful. All of these affirmations swirling around. I really am gonna have to like take the time to absorb everything that we've said in this podcast, and I look forward to listening back to it. So, where do you um? Where do you stream your your podcast so that you know everybody knows where to look for it? Okay, absolutely. I am well. Anchor.fm is my source, so shout mm -hmm. out to Anchor for you know giving me the platform I needed to do this. But mm -hmm. Anchor's free, like you was discussing earlier. For those mm -hmm. of you that's looking to get in podcast, start with Anchor. Like Anchor's free, okay. but they also take your RSS feeds and they stream it to Spotify. And it's like five other kind of major places that host podcasts and you can even use it on apple if you use apple products you can even stream through apple oh nice uh, that's why i say like if you gotta know i've been because on facebook i'm in a lot of like podcasting groups now because i'm trying to think like a podcaster i'm trying to that's talk right like a podcaster. Like, okay i'm walking into my life <laughs> absolutely so just using that i upload it there like i said i record here and then mm -hmm. I check it, make sure sound quality, everything. There's no issues before I, I stream it onto Anchor. Then I get it on Anchor, put the title, you know, information, da la la, mm -hmm. and press submit. And then I copy the link and then I send the link back to my guests so that they can share it however they want to use it. 
Absolutely. Ooh. Well, I'm excited to share your podcast. I'm excited about all the opportunities that are going to come out of this. I'm excited about this new relationship that we just built. Okay. <laughs> and I hope that, you know, who's ever listening to this and whatever time they're listening to this, they've gotten something from it, taken away something from it and are thinking differently about their next step in life and their journey, um, how it has been so far. So I believe that, you know, there's a lot of energy in this one. Episode 10. Okay. It's here. It's here. Yes. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. I'm so humble. I'm so appreciative. I'm thankful for the soul food. I'm thankful for your time. Even though I know the day kind of got a little hectic for the both of us. Yes, we made it work, though. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and put this one in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 10 is officially complete. You have enjoyed full disclosure with the lovely Miss Afro Bro. I meant Rainbow Bro. My Rainbow Bro. <laughs> All right. And we're done. Thank you. <laughs>